thought of you, just the thought of you. Now the winter is not so cold. I'm counting down the days till my love comes home. I'm counting down the days till my love comes home. Hello and welcome to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and social commentary from an Asian American perspective. We're coming at you live from downtown Los Angeles at the Collaboration offices, our brand new offices, which are super in echoey. Downtown Los echoey, Angeles. Echo, echo, echo. What? 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 It's only echoey if you make it echoey. <laughs> my name is Marvin Yoy. I'm your host, along with my co-host, the lovely Christine Minji Chang. What is up, we're, everyone? Uh, we're done with stars. We're so very tired. But we got a special guest yeah. today. Our guest this week. Singer, songwriter, Peter Chung. Hello. Who also <laughs> happens to be the winner of Collaboration Star 2015. Welcome. Thank you. That's going to be him like the majority of the movie. Hello. super Thank talkative you. like just 10 seconds ago. I appreciate it. It's great. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yeah. How's it going, Peter? How's it? Uh... Oh, it's been a fantastic weekend, obviously. Um, but other than that, it's just back to... Back to the grind. Yeah, not really grind. I, I don't know. <laughs> Back to the regular life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a full time musician, right? Yeah. And you also help out with um, our friend Chris Pan's company. Um, my intent. My intent. That's right. That's yeah. right. Which we're all wearing our. our Mine's thingies. in my purse. I apologize. <sighs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <sighs> giving me crap or not? Everyone's giving, <laughs> shaking their heads at me. Stop. I just put on a big show. Okay, leave me alone. So I still haven't cashed in my sleep debt. I still have at least like 10 hours of sleep at the cash in. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. Like, cause right after the show, we were busy entertaining our friends from all around the other collaborations, collaboration, um, Seattle, DC, Dallas, many of whom stayed at my house, which I didn't stay at <laughs> for several nights. So I have lots of sleep to catch. Yeah, up that night, I mean, just like, yeah, give me, give me the clicker. I'm going to go hang out while you deal with all the, all the, <laughs> all you, the you guys people. chose, they chose to go karaoke and they want me to go. And I was like, I'm going to sleep. But I started watching Master of None, so. How is that? I've heard good things about it. It's good. Well, everyone said, and the kind of I appreciate they were like saying, watch out for the uh, first episode not being as strong, and then it picks up, which it did. So you like spoilers? You like people giving reviews? No, I don't. Okay. But you can't avoid it when you're on Facebook. Everyone's just like giving their opinion about everything. So how far are you? Um, I was dozing off. This is the problem, oh. like watching a show after you're really freaking tired. I got past second episode i'm into the i'm in the middle of the third and i started getting sleepy which is not because it was boring i'm just really tired <laughs> i finished the second did you watch it you just haven't watched it no it's a parent episode it's pretty good I I like all the feels I, love, I feel like peter is going to grow up to be um what's his face his dad the chinese one maybe it's like one word answers and like no emotion wow with, <laughs> with <laughs> <laughs> thank you he saves all his emotion for his music false yeah. False? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we our show, the big show was Saturday. It's insane. I was on my feet the entire day. And um, yeah, because, um, well, I was calling it from the booth. And you were running around backstage, like making sure everything was. I know what to get you for the next show now as like a gift. We're getting some like Dr. Scholl's 
Um, or like salt, like the salts for like, you know, Epsom coffee. salt. Epsom, there you go. We were okay. Actually, the booth was in itself. I think at least half the people there were sick. Like I think the, um, the spotlight op was sick. Um, oh, my, um, I was our in there. audio op was sick <gasps> and your roommate, the uh, video op was also getting sick. Yeah. So what are, what are some other things that, you know, people in the audience and performers didn't see that was going like hectic backstage? Cause from, from my perspective, everything looked on point and looked great. Like, what, what, what things did we not see? Oh, no. I mean, the biggest thing from our show was the um, the epic medley that we had with... Um, so good. Yeah, with AC Lorenzo yeah, yeah, from Kai, Anne-Marie's Haravel from um, Survival, One from One Voice, um, Travis, Jin Sung An, MC Jin, and then all our Collab LA alumni, too. Yeah, that was so dope. Um, that was... That could have been the With most an orchestra. disastrous. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been the most disastrous. Like <laughs> no. we were all kind of like, this is where it could go bad. So we had a very chaotic rehearsal, and then so um, after that was done, when um, Dia Frampton was on stage doing her sound check because she has her own sound guy, so we didn't need, need to worry about it. And it's just her in front of the orchestra, so there wasn't a lot of blocking that was needed. We all met in the stage manager's office and just literally just planned out every single step. All right, who's on stage now? Who's coming on stage? Who's on deck? Who gets what mic? Because all the mics are marked uh, by colors, so okay, uh, red goes to this person, blue goes to that person, and then um, which is not easy to see in the dark backstage. It's not like <laughs> they, they should be like glow in the dark. Well, the crazy thing is just like that. That fifteen minutes alone, we had like five to six groups, so it was essentially another whole show. Yeah, in fifteen minutes, it's a sub show. <laughs> so thank you very much, to the Aratani staff. Yeah, seriously, because and our and our crew, and to our stage crew, Brandon um, Brandon Tran from Lab SF was um, our crew chief. Um, he ran um, our stage hands and Aubrey and Jose. Um, our assistant stage manager Dorothy um, and Dude, our Dorothy runner, Lauren, girl. Yeah. Dorothy was working it. She was. <laughs> she was. She's and then pro. while they were all handling that stuff on stage, left Messi was uh, our other stage manager. Messi was busy. Um, with Bo on stage right, making sure everything was on point, everything was accurate, and, you know. Speaking of Bo, by the way, holy <laughs> yeah. smokes. Yeah. The energy that man brought, and no papers, all in the brain. Yeah. All, I don't even know if it was improving or what, but it was, oh, man. <laughs> he is a pro. Like, so oh he and I met I, up. I know he's room. a pro. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it was crazy because he was telling me what he needed from me, and we have this whole discussion. I try to do this with every host before the show. He was just like, give me the run now. We're going to pin it up. It'll be on stage, so uh, by the stage, so he'll know. But he just needed, you know, Bo's like a poet, so he gets the essence. He is of a them. poet. Right? He is he's a poet. He li- award-winning poet. Right? Award-winning Tony poet. Award-winning so poet. he needs the essence of the message, and then he will then infuse it. You know, we gave him the bullet points, and he just like ran with it. It was a. Ama- it was like watching magic. Yeah. Because I knew exactly what was on the paper, and mm-hmm. then I was watching him speak about it. I was like, damn, that is like, ugh, magic. But it was hilarious too. Even the like blunt, that was the most chaotic ice for me because I knew what was supposed to be said and I knew what uh, what the hashtag was and I knew like oh, yeah. the names. Well, that I don't know what you're talking about. He, he, he had a couple names that he didn't get right, whatever. But again, this is the difference between a professional and somebody who just like, uh, I, I don't know what to do. He like made it into like the most hilarious joke, like glossed yeah. over. Everything felt flawless because he was such a pro. It's like the third annual. And yeah, he said the third annual collaboration. It's actually the fourth. He said hashtag collabstar15. It's actually collabstar2015. Yeah. And, and then he forgot one of the performer's names during while he was talking on stage. So you, that's why he ran off he, like, wa- you know, As he was talking, he like walked off the stage to look at the thing and then come back out and say her name. So these are, these are things like, again, as the audience and performer, 
performer. I didn't even recognize myself, but like, because it was so so smooth. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you guys are like, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah. Well, that's what, show, that's what live production is. It's just mm-hmm. making order of the chaos. Like, we're the iceberg underneath the sea. Yeah. You yeah. know? You guys see the tip of the iceberg. But it was or also... We're the duck legs underneath the duck. Yes. The ones that are like yeah. swimming a million miles an hour. So that was really fun, though, because for me, everyone was like asking me prior to the show, like how stressed I was, because I usually get sick. By the way, I sound like a husky whatever but i i'm fine okay but i i didn't get sick this time which is the first i got sick 11 times this year (laughs) and for star which is the biggest event i didn't get sick which is a big deal but it was because i was so confident about who was going on stage i was like even though a lot of things are coming together all in the last week i was like this is gonna they're pros like they know how to they know that time is of essence they're not gonna stand around going like i don't know what to do (laughs) like aj like brought it everyone just like they're like okay mike yeah, woo. It's go. hilarious speaking of Bo, though, because he's such an animated person running across the stage. He was, you should have heard our comms um, in the back. Like, the spotlight op was just like, where, where's he going to be? Where's he coming from? Because we were, we were all like, like, all right, he's coming in from stage right, get ready. And then he's like, poof, and shoot out. Like, and he's like, and got him. <laughs> like, he was, he was like trying to like aim. Like, we never recording yeah. at the backstage of these shows, especially with Bo. <laughs> I'm glad that you thought it was so flawless looking, though. Yeah. Because I was running back and forth. I never get to sit and watch the show. We never sit and watch the show. Mm. Yeah, well, I didn't get to hear. Like, that's the one thing that kind of sucked being in the booth is we got to hear everything from the monitor. Like, we had a speaker that pumped in the, the monitor feed, but we didn't really get to hear, like, what the audience hears. What were so. you sitting? You're, were you just in the audience? I was back and forth in the audience and okay. from the set of stage. I'm, yeah, wandering. Yeah, a lot of the fun ones were actually upstairs in the balcony. Oh. Like, right in front of the booth. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yay. I'm glad you got to watch the show. So let's talk about the Kinders real quick because they're amazing. And, <laughs> you know, they're selling T-shirts like fire. Was, people coming out, it was great. Yeah. They were amazing. Nice. Yeah. And well, they were nice too backstage. They were oh my really God. nice. And they're humble. super yeah. nice. They're yeah. incredibly yeah. nice. Well, Kinders, well, okay, just saw the Kinders thing. I mean, we had the interview where their blog post is going up soon. They have like an Indiegogo campaign going because they're on fire right now. They're trying to open up their, their studio um, out in East L.A., but they're doing their thing, and it's crazy because they're just the nicest guys. They they have no entitlement, no ego whatsoever. They're just there to like do amazing dance, and that's about it. When they put on that mask, oh for man. real, <laughs> it was awesome. It's um, it, like the the and I felt for me, I stood at the side of the stage and the side of the audience. I'm watching everybody watch them, and we're just like mesmerized. There was a lot of that during the whole night. There was a lot, like you could hear a pin drop during a lot of the performance. Everyone's just like yeah. concentrating. When I was watching the Kindas, is like you know, like I don't know if you do this when you watch boxing, like like sometimes you like move with a boxer. I was like <laughs> when I was like watching, just like I was like just like I was like moving and I thought myself, I was like I was like oh man, I can't. I'm a singer. I'm not dancing. <laughs> I'm a horrible dancer. <laughs> it's really cool because they're like no, their style of dance is very very um, intricate and very. Precise. Precise. Yeah. And it's just like, how do you get people to move like that? And in unison too, like all together. It's it's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait for that video to go up. It's going to be so cool. Yeah. And everyone's a fan of the song. At least I am. Yeah. You've been playing all night. Shut up. All morning in the office. It's an amazing song. Troy After Hours. (laughs) It was amazing. Yeah. They were great. Um, Yeah. Arches Dia. um, I'm, we worked so hard to get that to get that thing together, and it was. There were amazing. audible gasps when she first started singing. Like yeah. I was in the back, I was like, everyone's like, <gasps> I, was like <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I did the same thing too. I was like, oh my gosh, because uh, I've heard, yeah, holy smoke, it was beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, haunting. Yeah, 
It was so beautiful. Seriously, though, I was just watching everybody and everyone was just like, like in a trance. She's amazing. So a funny story. Did I, I tell you? I told you what happened with the orchestra, right? Yes. Yeah. It was just like we, we just FYI behind the scenes story. We worked really, really hard on our end to make sure that this performance happened because we knew it would be incredible. Yeah. But there are a lot of elements that could have, again, gone wrong and <laughs> did. <laughs> But yeah. we pulled through, and props yeah. to George for making that happen. Yeah, George Shaw, um, who's closing up his, or did he close up last night his Indiegogo campaign for, oh, Rocket Hub campaign for Star Wars Musical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another Kickstarter campaign. Stock- StarWarsMusical.com, guys. Yeah, um, he helped us pull together a um, a 14 piece orchestra last minute, and, you know, it just added. I remember, because like, I remember I was pushing hard for artists when we were yeah. first talking about guest artists. Yeah. And because um, I'd seen them during um their ep release concerts like so um fun fact is their their performance this past saturday was the third time ever that she's done this full thing as arches um so when she did it back in february um with jill trapanese her her partner in the in this um collaboration i guess um she did it with another full orchestra and also full band too like her sister was playing guitar for her and it was that's super awesome. amazing that incidentally was like the last date i went on this year before collaboration <laughs> just took over my life <laughs> but you sound like a super duper fan like you knew he is <laughs> like and that's the cool thing that marvin and i have uh we have we have overlapping tastes but like it's still different mm-hmm. and so like he suggests music all the time that i've never heard of like i've heard of dia Friend's name i have never listened to her mm. um music thoroughly or like listen to arches so when i heard it, i was like oh my god it was incredible and then when kycc happened the orchestra thing and then it just all like again you just follow the signs yeah. I was like, this is a sign. Because I think when I go. talked to her management, that was the part that intrigued them was, oh, we'll have orchestra there already for this thing we're doing for the medley. Like, yeah. we can just repurpose them for Dia, too. And he was like, oh, that could work. Because yeah. I guess um, as part of their branding, um, Dia will only do Arches music with a full orchestra. Because that's, orchestra, the, that's yeah. the show. Yeah. And everyone knows why now. <laughs> yeah. One thing that just came to my mind was uh, I was thinking about Jin. And um, how how amazing our uh, the VIP party was! It was like it was crazy. Cause, <laughs> oh yeah, because Jin is like he he took <laughs> him and Tractivist is like oh, I'm gonna do some freestyling. There's like freestyling at the crowd. Yeah, like, man, like, this is the pre party at the uh, at the Pandora um, VIP reception. Yeah, yeah. If y'all um, were there. You should have been. Basically, like we were just there having fun. Like, there was you no know, drinks, um, snacks, donut people holes were, from Cafe Dulce. Um, yeah, people were just um, socializing. All of a sudden, you hear. Oh no! Who gave MC Jin a mic? I did. Yeah. Okay, funny story about that. The mic was for me. <laughs> the mic was for, it was for me and Lisa because we had to do a series of announcements and we play the video. So we were like waiting the whole night, and I had to. Run, I was running. Back, I went back and forth to the VIP reception. I think like six, seven times. But um, I came back with the mic. I was asking Jin, like, but he was standing by track. I didn't know he was asking me for the mic so he could do it. But in any case, it ended up in his hands. Like, oh, thanks, Vinji. And then, like, he just ran and then he just it. did it for like the rest of the night. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know okay. that that makes sense because like whenever I see a guitar, I need to pick it up and play it. I think like, like yeah. oh, there's a beat, there's a microphone, give me that. Exactly. <laughs> and honestly, I'm glad we just and Lisa and I both were like, it's cool. Like we were both going to do the announcement at that time. We had a good like 45 minutes left. <laughs> Let's just let him go. Well, he was just standing there like he wasn't even. He was freestyling. He was rapping. He was like he um, burned our friend uh, Scott. Scott. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really great. Uh, someone has to have all that on camera. Like, there are some videos. I saw some videos. Yeah, yeah we need to compile those. It was hilarious. <laughs> and then he was freestyling when we had to leave the VIP reception because we needed to get out and like commence the red carpet and blah, blah, blah. And he was rapping to get people out. And then everyone just stayed and listened. <laughs> and he's like, y'all need to get out. I don't know. I can't even do it. It was so fun. 
<laughs> yeah, and he was there because he was part of our epic medley, which is... I can't believe this is... Was this the first... This is the first time that I've ever seen something like this at Collaboration. Yeah. Because we've done, like, reprisals of our music videos before. Yeah. But... Nothing like this big, like... This has never happened, together. I don't think, in orchestra. Never, yeah. No, no, this is the first time. Because yeah. I was talking with Jin, and uh, <laughs> he, this is his second time ever performing with an orchestra. And, and the first time ever was a few months ago yeah. with KYCC. When well, you were in the show, too. Yeah, yeah. Thank that you. Was, that was a really, really fun yeah. night. And, and like we were talking, he's like, yeah, now, from now on, my writers, I need to full orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, now I'm expecting crack. things from now I'm expecting things from Minji. So I was like, oh, man. What have we done? I have dug myself a hole. And Tim be told again his voice is just oh my amazing. god yeah yeah and then um when ac just started off with um stay you'll say say you'll stay yeah. yeah and ac okay so ac is so like he's such a humble hard-working guy but he kind of like i don't know if he was intentionally but he was trying to like lower my expectations with his performance he's like oh we can do that song but it's not my song because he wasn't the lead on that he was the lead on it might be you which he also sang during the medley with Perry and Danielle. but like i was like and then he sang it. I was like, shut up. Like, <laughs> look at this crap that you're at the lead, so it's not your song, so don't expect like awesome. I was like, whatever. That's I a was, good move. Yeah. You keep the expectation, expectations low. Yeah. I, was, I was ready to cry. There was like a lot of, I, I know it wasn't like, not everyone in the audience knew Kai, but the people who did were all so excited. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> it's and then when like AJ comes in with like the, the oh my harmony. God. The harmony, I died. And, and we need to help out AC because he's coming out with his own stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So check out his YouTube channel, dude. He's doing his own thing. He's been putting out on covers, like I think every week now. He is. Yeah, he's working hard, and he's he's talking with the guys again. Who's who knows what's to come of that? Oh wow! But um, and same with Anne Marie. So Anne Marie from One Voice, she Mm -hmm. did Always on My Mind with Rosie, which was so cool. Money, so good. So (laughs) so good. good. So good. Rosie's amazing vocalist, and she was in our collab LA show this year. And again, all this stuff just like happened organically. Yeah, and and like so crazy story like with travis graham travis atreo you know he <laughs> he performed as well again amazing this morning i was i woke up i was like i'm listening to this american life and then at the end of it i hear someone singing i'm like uh heart heart wants what it, what it wants and i was like dude that sounds like travis oh my gosh it is travis so <laughs> this american life is one of my favorite podcasts of all time and it's the biggest podcast in the u.s like it's the most listened to most subscribed NPR, right like, yeah, yeah, NPR. yeah i was like oh my gosh and then i was like Wait, am I wrong? I I checked YouTube. And said, "Oh my gosh, it is!" And I was like, <laughs> and then I looked for the credits. Unfortunately, they didn't credit him. But like, um, at oh. the end of This American Life, um, Ira Glass just says like a few things. He like thanks all these people. And so, um, usually the clips of music is only like maybe thirty seconds long. But for this one, it was two minutes long. So you can see like Travis like <gasps> nice. singing for a really long nice. time. Yeah, but they didn't credit him. No, no credits. No okay, credits we'll so. we'll figure out a way to get them to do they that. Write an angry letter to. But that's NPR. crazy that's awesome though. That this that, American though. Life. That's though? awesome that you caught oh, that. Oh my gosh. It out yeah. and Travis then posted. He's like, "Thanks, Peter." <laughs> uh, just a heads up, he uh, did produce my album. So yeah, how long ago was that? Well, that was I like, don't talk about it. No, <laughs> we, we love Travis. No, and then Travis came out and did his thing with mm-hmm. Junsung, and yeah. that was yeah. amazing. And like originally, Junsung wasn't supposed to be in that. He was going to have his own segment, mm. but then we were again all these people that we know. I was just helping move this process along. And I was like, well, Albert, like, what if we did like, and he's like, yeah, we could just make a solo for it. And I was like, okay. But then, okay, you have to ask somebody to arrange it. We made an arrangement just for this show, making the violin arrangement. It didn't exist before. And so Albert Chang, you're amazing. Um, he did that. And then he's like, 
we could just build a solo, which he did. You can build it. doesn't mean they're going to do it again. So then I pitched it to Jinsei. He's like, hell yeah, I'm down. That sounds so fun. Yeah. So everyone just did it because they were having a good time. It so, was really fun. Yeah. That is a real collaboration. That is like, wow, that's organic. No, and so AJ called me yesterday. We got to do this every year now. <laughs> so Great. Yeah. <laughs> so AJ was the glue. He, I, I yeah. don't like know his music well at all. And then like... He's, I thought he played guitar and then he played the keys. I was like, oh he my gosh. Keys, yeah. yeah. He's always been he's a lot of primarily a keyboard player. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he's really good at the, um, same with Prisca though. He's really good at the play and talk. Yeah. So oh yeah. Really oh, I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like <laughs> total pro. Yeah. Cause we caught him right, right after he did his um, Disney concert. Which yeah. Which was also a big medley that he kind of put together. So. But uh, mind you, this was all like late in the game too. Like we ideally should have had this months ago, yes, but it was. Anyway, so what you're saying is, if you give them more time, it'll be more fantastic. It will be because we're already like (laughs) this is what happens to everyone's like, okay, Minji, you you and Marvin, everybody needs to take a break. We're like, (laughs) not happening because after the show, it's so awesome. We're like automatically. You just set the bar high for next year. Good, because it's gonna be. We deliver is what's up. Like, (laughs) no, well, AJ is down though because he called me and like you know he just everyone had a really good time. It was a fun thing, and then AJ just props to how much of a pro he is he's in the middle of directing or he just finished directing his first musical in riverside Whoa. so he's in the, what is he it was, called it was a uh, young frankenstein okay whoa so, yeah so he did at the riverside performance center he was a musical director for that that was his, like his job for the last couple months he was in the middle of that when he said yes to me to be part of collab star so he did all of this like so, yeah. and when, at first he was gonna like send someone to play in his because he couldn't be there because yeah. he had to be at his show and the then, like, what, 10 days before the show, he's like, like, oh, yeah, I can make it. I was like, <laughs> wow. You know? And, so. like, we're so glad, too, because, like, he really brought it. Oh, it yeah. was amazing. And Travis, you know, seeing his, like, I was talking to Aaron Young, who's been on this podcast multiple times, and he was saying this is, that was the first time he's heard that song live since Travis moved. Yeah. To, it's, um, been, it's been a few years. Yeah. Like, a lot of people haven't heard that song. And that was, like, 2010 when yeah. it came out. So it's been a while. But it was just, it was really beautiful. That was the one he sang with Clara, It's right? been. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then everyone's like, oh, is Clara singing? Because uh, she's not as prominent on the, the track. Mm. But yeah, Clara's in that. And Clara was... Oh, that, that's the epic video one with the, the Jeep and the guns. Yes, and yes, yeah. yes, yes. The Lamborghini or whatever <laughs> that car is. I don't know what car is that. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And then, yeah, and then all of our finalists did... They, I, I think, I felt they all like, just left it all on the stage. They like did. Everyone just brought it. Yes. Including money. Yet in the hot four was yeah. insane. Oh my God. Insane. Because like, that was not part of the rehearsal. So exactly. I didn't know. Exactly. And so when he was on stage, I was like, what is going so on let me right g- now? Let me give you a little sneak peek. So like, I, I was watching them backstage. I was like, okay, he's just calm and playing violin. I was like, okay, this is just a cellist and a violinist and three backup dancers. But then, like, right before it said, like, he, I'm in backstage because I'm playing after him. He's putting on this crazy outfit with a cape. I was like, what's <laughs> going on? I was like, whoa, what is, what's going on? And then they see him performing. He throws out money at the end of his yeah. performance. Oh, my gosh. Didn't was, he have the glow in the dark something? Oh, my goodness. His bow or something? What was some, something was glowing in the dark or something? I, wasn't, I was just trying to... Um, Keep it together. <laughs> yeah, like, we were... Because he, he has a cue in the middle of his set where we have to... Um, dim the lights and then play a second track oh okay yeah, so we were just waiting for that i was oh. going to pay attention to everything else yeah there was a lot going on the hit he was well rehearsed he, as you said he had light cues it was just yeah and yeah. that was before that was before me so i was just like oh my god <laughs> no pressure <laughs> oh my it's goodness fine. yeah but all the finalists killed it um uh was it 
Audrey Aubrey? Audrey. 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 Like her, she played first, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was Man, her song was great. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that performance. Yeah. 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 She's a very powerful singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she was getting over a cold or something, too. Oh, really? Yeah, she was okay. worried because she was like, she had just been sick. Yeah, and then Casey came on and uh, did his looping. Yeah. I love Casey. Then the little Houston <laughs> representative. Dia from Chicago. Um, and then Jada did his did his thing. Um, people, I don't think he um, mentioned it, but he, that track that was his backing track, he produced himself. Yeah, Jada so, produces yeah. his yeah. own stuff. It's really he's he's doing his own thing out in Boston, and we we're like huge fans. Yeah, and yeah. Dia was that that was her own song, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Chicago, and then yet with the violin and the, <laughs> yeah. the money, <laughs> and then Peter Chung, and the way Bo handled it, like he like he was so pro. With the, with the money. <laughs> know, so, Bo it. just grabs the money. Oh my gosh, that was we so funny. <laughs> we can't. Um, what is it? We can't. What is it? I can't, can't bribe the judges. It's yeah, over. you can't bribe is, the is judges. Is this recorded somewhere? Is yeah, it's all recorded. Okay, yeah, okay. we're working. The whole show's recorded. We have we have we have the audio this time. <laughs> we have a lot of work. To, so funny story. Sorry, guys. So this is what happened last year. Last year's show was really good too, and uh, we lost the audio. So wow. We had all, yeah, it was. I was very upset. So these are the elements of live production, guys. If you ever like, we'll make a podcast just a lecture on what not to do. Step one, always have redundancy. Step two, always remember your memory card. And save things. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that was a great yeah. way to end that show. I was like, are you kidding me? Step three, <laughs> monitor your levels. Yes. Yeah. We lost them. Yeah. Yeah. We've lost anyway, other audio before. See, but this is yeah. what has taught, educated us to make this show flawless quote unquote but you know what i what everyone was really complimenting like the flow too and this is something that we've had to learn over the years in terms of placement and timing all that stuff but it was like again like your your set was so different than yet's because he was all lights and flash and like crazy and you know really high energy and then yours was like this really beautiful acoustic set and it's just one what the one spotlight right i, I didn't yeah yeah he's <laughs> like i just showed up <laughs> but it was like the one light and like that that gives I think that's great because it gives everybody their like unique carved out moment that's really distinct from the one before. So and that is props to you guys because like I don't know anything about lighting, so when, <laughs> uh, you guys all get the email in regards to, to what what lighting do you guys want a few weeks before, and I was like I don't know, and obviously it was like I know what I want, you know, boom. But the option was like, there, yeah. I just didn't know how to use it. So this is something maybe. Uh, I won't incorporate, but yeah, <laughs> but I just don't know. But I think like the the single spot on you really works for your sets and your especially hair. with all the hair waving <laughs> that you did. <laughs> hair waving? What does that mean? This segment is now about Peter Chung's <laughs> hair. Let's all gather around the fire and uh, comment now. No, I want to I want to tell us a brief story about like what my experience was like, like as as a as a finalist. So like. When I came at, what, 11.30, I was supposed to be there at 11, but I was like, My, I'm sound shaking last. I was like, <clears throat> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we have to deal with, you guys. It's like 11 o'clock, they show up at 11.30. So I was like. Dia was, came early. She was on time. Yeah. <laughs> at 10. <laughs> Wait, Frampton? She, yeah, she came. Yeah. She was like the first one there. I was like. Really? Yeah. Holy smokes. She was chilling in the green room like the whole time. Wow. I was like, what are you doing okay. here right now? I thought you were here like three Crazy. hours from now. Anyway. Um, I was just like, this isn't a, I was like, whatever. I was, I was feeling like this, no pressure, like no, no stressing, no nothing. And I, and I yet to, I had yet to know what song I was going to play. It was either between if you, the song I originally played in the first collaboration or, um, back, but there's this another third song that I really wanted to play, which is a super sad song. <clears throat> so I was like, okay, 
I don't know what I'm going to play it. I'm listening to other people and I'm going to figure out what I'm going to play. So I listened. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to play it. So, <laughs> and then, you know, I, I, as the show went on, uh, the official show went on, I was like listening. I was like, okay, I still don't know what I'm going to play it. <laughs> I so decided. And then, um, I was like, I, I, I had Frank Ocean suck in my head the entire week. And I was like, I just really want to sing something in falsetto. I think, and I was going through my songs. I was like, what songs do I know that I sing in falsetto? I don't really have any. <laughs> so yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I still don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So like literally 10 minutes before my performance, like, um, I don't know who was before yet, but I couldn't, uh, I, I was practicing, unfortunately, so I couldn't hear the live performance. Um, I was like downstairs, I was like, practicing and I was like, Travis, you, you produced my CD. What, what, what song do you think I should sing? He's like, my favorite is coming home. So I was like, all right, I'm going to practice coming home. So I'm practicing coming home. And then I go on stage, and I see you get performed. I was like, "Oh man, I can't do coming home." Like, so like, because <laughs> so, coming home is like a very somber song, and like, there's like no, like, there's nothing like beautiful, like crazy. I don't sing high at all. So I was like, I was like, okay, um, the the two, and then oh oh, and one thing that came was like, I was I saw the the lead singer from One River North. Come and like um, they had mentioned that like, he had lost the first collaboration and or the second collaboration that was to me and I played if you so I was like I can't play that same song he's judging me now so <laughs> I had so many doubts going through me. I was like oh, I can't play it he's what, gonna be like that's what I like I, I mixed the music like you realize you have the person that yeah. lost to Peter judging him <laughs> I was like you have no idea I was like sweating I was like I was like oh no I can't play it. like if he was out then on so I was like it's either back or coming home and then I was like all right. I didn't play either of the songs. I decided I'm just going to play A Counting on the Days. It's the shortest song in the world, but there's a sort of high part in it. I'm going to try to throw in falsetto that I haven't practiced yet. Oh, my God. It's with the capo on the third fret. I've practiced these. You know, I, I like finger doodle and guitar, uh, but I hadn't, I hadn't practiced with the capo, so it was like really sketchy. And after I played, I felt so depressed because I thought I did horribly. Seriously, I felt so depressed. So I decided like, it's like Michael Jackson in the moonwalk. I, I went to, you know, where I was making the bracelets. I, I just went there and sat and, and I just like watched and the kindred for a little bit. And I was, I was depressed. I was depressed. Aww. And unfortunately you guys, fortunately or unfortunately, you guys had like an hour more things and I had to like stew in my disappointment. <laughs> like I was just like, I was so upset with myself. I was like, you just blew a one in six chance of winning. Like, wh- who are you? Okay. And then, yeah. So like that, that's, that's the kind of feeling that I was having. Wow. Anyways, yeah. 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 Everyone thought you did great though. Yeah. Wow. See, this is, yeah. well, Thank you. you know what the funny thing is though? I don't know. I don't know when I like romanticize it, but something like that's the artistic struggle. Like you have that one shot and the one live performance of the whatever. Yeah. And in theater, you only have the one take. And you have, you know, well, you have to put yeah. it all out there. It's like, um, I used to run cross country in high school and like you finish and you're like, man, I probably could have tried a little harder there because yeah. I'm not that tired. <laughs> <laughs> I should be exhausted right yeah. now. Is that about acting? You should be like spent hmm. by the time yeah. if you put on a good performance, you know, cause you're like all done, but, but I, you did an amazing job. I obviously. hear a lot of people just say that like, you know, that nervous energy kind of just helps. Yeah. Right. They say there's like that perfect stress level. Have you not talked about Like we've talked about it. There's a perfect stress level where you can't be overly stressed because then you'll just, it'll be a train wreck. You can't be not stressed because then you won't care and you won't put in the energy necessary to do a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a perfect, very small margin of stress yeah. that really makes you on point. <laughs> and honestly, people were like, they loved, and again, it was yeah. such a difference in performances like, all throughout the night. And his talking to so, the finalists, all the finalists, like they were super excited, but also very nervous. Yeah. You know? Like, 
But that's, I, that's, here's my thing with collab is that, you know, we might not be reaching 500,000 people, a million people, whatever, with one video, whatnot. But there's something about having people watch you right in front of you that raises the bar in a way that it doesn't when it's digital. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for performers, for artists, that's something, that's an experience that like sharpens you constantly, whether it's like one person <laughs> or it's like a thousand. Well, if you're following our hashtag, you know, people are just saying like, man, it's like, it's just so inspiring to see you know, all these young people with talent, like just putting it all on stage. And it was just really cool to watch the kind of reaction. Like Ray Sue was like, man, I wish I kept up with my violin. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Why did I quit the piano? I still feel that. I'm going to pick it back up. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. It's like a bike. You just, Jump no, right back in. It's, not. <laughs> it's not that easy. It's not that <laughs> you easy. can make a sound, but <laughs> you get to the AJ Raphael, you know, status that's a little different. Question for you: Do you have a recording studio in your place again? Because I know you did it in San Francisco. Uh, new. No. Oh. I have an iPhone, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of almost just as good now. Yeah, nice. no, no, I don't. That's crazy. Yeah. I want to know when are you going to do new stuff? Oh uh, boy, <laughs> this is. We'll go to the next segment. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, well, since we've already spent about a good half hour on collab, let's just make this collab star segment. Yeah. And just talk about all the cool, like, all the cool feedback that we've been getting. Like, people are just very, like, people are already congratulating us before this show. I was like, let's wait till after this show. Yeah, I was like, you guys, <laughs> wait. <laughs> and afterwards, I was like, eh, it's okay. You need, no, I felt like it was humble. really, really good. But again, we have limited perception because we don't see the show from the mm. audience perspective. So it's really hard. Yeah. But I had a good feeling. I had a good feeling going in. Like, we got this. Who are some, who are some special people that came out? Because I saw David Choi coming in the back. David Choi came. Tim De La Ghetto came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dante Bosco was there, of yeah. course, supporting Bo and AJ. Uh, some of our staff members are super geeking out because I guess um, a lot of our staff members are in their early 20s. So they grew up with, like, we know him as Rufio, but they yeah. know him as Prince, Fire Prince Zuko. Oh, apparently. And Avatar. I didn't, yeah. yeah, I didn't know this. <laughs> their avatar was like all of I was like, what? So a lot of them just like, just. I can't talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) There were multiple conversations. They're like, you're literally like a foot away. Just say hi. Yeah. We're like, Hey, it's like whatever. Hey, this is AJ. Like I kept doing that for people because they're like, "Ah." didn't you say someone from the white house or something was there as well? The white house API initiative deputy director. Wow. Yeah. And we're doing, that was the night before ad. And then, uh, we, I'm helping moderate a panel with them this Saturday, oh, yeah. which is really cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, he's driving up to Bakersfield on Friday and, and coming right down. back down. <laughs> so that I can moderate this thing with Kelly Who. Oh. Yeah. Is it, and she's like, from, I'm going to go. X-Men? <laughs> from X-Men, right? Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. She was a, she was a judge. Yeah, she, 20... was a, she was a judge for the, I think 10? it was the... Nokia. Nokia year, yeah. No, 2011. She was a judge, yeah. Club LA. Yeah, she's lovely. So I get to be her question asker. Uh-huh. Kelly, what are your thoughts on bullying? It's bullying prevention month. Okay. I thought it was last month. Oh, there's Is a campaign. Extended? Maybe okay. it's extended Maybe to it's, now. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. It's going to be cool. Yeah. And then uh, Nina Duvalari is going to be there. Miss, Miss America. Oh, or Miss USA. right, 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 right. Yeah. Indian right. American. I've always wanted to meet her. Um, yeah. Cassie. Um, but who else last night? Um, or Saturday Sorry. night? <laughs> last night, yeah. It feels like <laughs> it. Who else was there? There are a lot of people come out. I my blank I brain is blank. Yeah, I was I was inside all day, so yeah. I get to um, a couple people from Busby came out. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
Um, and I have a lot of our friends. Yeah, I yeah. can. I have to look at the red carpet <laughs> photos. I can't English. We had, um, yeah, we had a pretty big red carpet list, and yeah, pictures, pictures should be coming out soon. The so. um, the VIP reception thing though, that was new, and it's definitely something we're gonna keep going because everyone had so much fun, like we were just saying before. But it's like that's what it struck me, and that's why it felt like it was so important to push. There's a lot of things that fell through and things that like we have to prioritize, like, okay, we don't have enough manpower, money, whatever, time to do all the things we want to do. But like this one, I was stubborn as hell. I was like, we have to do this. Because for me, I was like, I want everybody that we know, because we know so many cool people, they should all be in a room together. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah. <laughs> like, throw in some food and music and we're good. And that's yeah. all it was, really. And like, just, honestly, just thanks to everybody who came out. I mean, it was it was, it was not a... Like a light night in LA. There were like four other events going Margaret on. Cho is Margaret going Cho is going on. Margaret Cho had her show. Shout out to Jenny. She yeah. came by. She came for the red carpet <laughs> before she had to go introduce Miss Cho. Yeah. Um, there was a Tolkien Monster show going on at the same time. There was a big dance competition down Irvine. Vibe. At the Vibe Junior. Mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a busy night in Southern California. So yeah. everyone who came out, you know, we know you have many choices for your Saturday night entertainment. We're glad you chose us. And They're, thanks to the sponsors. Yeah. Sponsors. Big shout out to that. Nielsen otherwise, Pandora. you know, Nielsen Pandora. Otherwise, you know, um, McDonald's. Uh, Jinsung. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, Jinsung. He won. He won the Apple. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And he was so sweet. He wanted to. He he's like my he might ruffle it off or something. I don't know. But he's like, I don't need to accept it. And she he's was like, actually I Nielsen. Have ten of them. No, Nielsen was really stubborn. They're like, no, you need to take it because we announced your name, and it's like, <laughs> you know, we're only allowed to give it to like people. Re- recorded on the, I don't know but he was so sweet about it very like then McDonald's giving out coffee and yeah, yeah. it was awesome it kept me awake you know? and it was a beautiful a lot of people, day too, people needed night. it after the reception oh, yeah. when they had some beer and wine oh, yeah. and then everyone's <laughs> like I need a coffee now yeah. we regroup for the yeah. show and it was a beautiful day a beautiful night like it was gonna rain when we so, checked like three weeks ago did you hear the story did I tell you the rain story no okay so the rain story is that we had this uh, pre-show festival idea which we'll do next year. Don't steal it. Um, but we were going to do more on the plaza than we had originally planned. And then like a month out, one month out, three weeks, three weeks out, we did a weather check. Cause we're like, Oh, El Nino, everyone goes to El Nino. And so we're like, we should do a weather check just in case we have a lot going out on this plaza. And the one day in all of November thunderstorm, (laughs) November 14th. Hmm. So we're like, okay, not a good idea. That's a sign. I'm big on signs. I listen to the universe. But the sign was you shouldn't overexert yourself to do this, mm-hmm. which is why the VIP reception, reception worked out so well because it was inside that room that turned into like Hotline Bling Club. Everyone kept saying that because the lighting really? we the oh, It was goes, very purple. It was and blue, purple and blue. Yeah. And everyone was like, I feel like I'm in a Drake video. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a lot of fun. So again, things kind of just, they, they, they worked out for the best. Yeah. And we still were able to have those elements. Like APIA Vote was out there too. Um, huge shout out to Christine Chen and Alton for coming all the way out from DC. Yeah. To help get the word out about voter registration. Because we have an important ass year coming up, you guys. Like I cannot stress this more. We have more to talk with them about that. Um, bring Alton back on. But the, I'm so grateful that they made it a priority to come to our event because I thought it was just a great opportunity to like, get the word out about yeah. registering to vote. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and then yeah, uh, we had a really good after party. Was it? It was, <laughs> it was really good. 
um, at Ebenos Crossing. Um, a lot of people came out. Even people didn't come to the show, just came out to like hang out. Yeah, they were sad that they missed the show, so yeah. they come to the after party. Um, saw Peter there for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe we served him his first drink. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't, you're not a... I'm not a what? Do you partake? Do you drink often? Or? I don't drink often. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was like, oh, Peter's partying. Yep. <laughs> we had and to. Then, one. And then we did our annual trip to BCD afterwards, the Tofu House. That's not annual. That's a weekly trip. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'd like, I'm proud to report that Minji did not asleep in her tofu thank you she fell asleep adjacent to her tofu this night. yes i did how can bcd not sponsor collaboration they got a sponsor they collaboration. Should. Oh, was my the goodness. first time you went you were with us right was yeah the first time you ever went yeah yeah that was fun <laughs> that's when i did fall asleep in my soup yep that photo it's a tradition good. it's fine yeah i was kind of mean that night too i was hangry you're never not hangry that's not true it's a state of being no when i eat i'm fine <laughs> It was good times. But yeah, no, um, Star. This is, it turned out amazing. If you guys are As not planned. full of the FOMO, please get on it. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> um, we, we're, you know, we're releasing photos soon, and then um, our media team is busy editing all the, vid- all the videos. We had, we had a lot of cameras that night, so yeah, we're we going to have some, some awesome recap videos for you guys. Um, you can see our acts, our guest performers, our highlight reel. It's going to it's coming up soon. Uh, stay tuned to our Facebooks and our YouTubes. And one thing I want to plug is that I'm so glad that there was Snapchat because there are so many cool things because I'm friends with so many of the people that were there yeah. that I got to see all these like behind the scenes snippets. I was like, download it. Give it to me. <laughs> but it was really cool to see how everyone was jamming backstage. Yeah. And all Grace was on um, Grace Sue was periscoping a couple of the acts Aww. and then she ran out of power. Oh man, she should have told us I would give her my battery. We should just provide battery packs in our in our VIP bags next time. Ooh, good idea. Yeah. Uh, can you write that down? Or I'm, I don't it's, a, in our, it's recorded in our podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna get batteries next year. But yeah, manifesting. Congratulations again to Peter for thank you for winning. Um, and you know, like thank you to all of our artists and you know our guest artists, our finalists who all came out um our finalists came out from all across the nation and this i don't think that's the last you'll see of them they'll be back oh yeah. for sure yeah like for everyone, sure. everyone had fun um got some good um i got some really sweet emails from them just thanking us for the experience and yeah yeah got some nice texts and messages and even um yeah longtime supporters yeah. just saying really kind things thank you <laughs> it was a very energizing night i feel like um a lot of people left you know we, we ran to Julie Zan, who is a dancer slash YouTuber, and she was saying like it just inspired her to like she just wants to go start making stuff now. Right? Yeah, she's like, I need that, <laughs> that was the vibe I got from a lot a lot of our friends who are creatives um, around who came to the show. Just these felt energized, you know. And Bo did a great job, just um, like putting everything in context. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a master. He's a master wordsmith. <laughs> so if you appreciated Bo, go support his Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, he's, he's trying um, to make cool things happen. He's voicing a character in a video game called um, Failsafe. Failsafe. Um, we'll put we'll put some information on our on our Facebook. Um, but yeah, they're they're approaching the last week of their Kickstarter. I think, I think like two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. check it out. Um, it's made by multicultural staff of developers. I don't think they even intended to do that, but it's very very diverse. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more to Peter and maybe talk a little bit about, about Thanksgiving coming up. 
This podcast is brought to you by Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and creative fields. Star's over. I don't know what we have to plug. <laughs> I know. We're like, uh, <laughs> things and places. We actually do have a couple events to plug because Asian American arts and entertainment never sleeps. We never do. This is the beauty of what we're creating, see? More work. As always, every week you can count on the Clubcast to come, bringing you the best in pop culture and social commentary from an Asian American perspective. We also have some great content coming up, so keep checking us out at collaboration.org. Minji, what's happening this Saturday? This Saturday, the White House. <gasps> the White House Asian American Pacific Islander Initiative has invited collaboration to be part of their anti-bullying campaign, which is so exciting i could not believe my ears my brain was exploding my face was melting all the things you're gonna be like three degrees separated from president obama three degrees that's more like one degree <laughs> um i'm gonna go say hi to barry say what's up in may i actually don't know if that's happening but i'm putting it out in the universe because i want it to happen um so we'll see what happens in yeah. the spring so that's Saturday, that's Saturday noon at Janum, where we had our Empower Conference. The Japanese American National Museum in Los Angeles. So if you would like to come out, um, they're going to have some really great panelists to share their stories about uh, bullying, about culture and society and things like that. And you get to meet them and ask them questions. So I think my panel includes the beautiful Miss Kelly Hu. Ooh, Marvin's really excited. Um, she is a really great actress. Um I wish I had my notes with me. There's awesome people. You guys check it out. We'll share that event very shortly. There's also going to be some really wonderful performances, of course, because we always got to keep the show going. Yes. Everything is an opportunity to get people pumped and inspired via arts. So um, it's going to be a great day. It's actually going down, I believe, from 12, no, uh, 1 to 3. Mm. So it's the middle of the afternoon. So if you have a couple hours, grab some lunch, head over to Japanese American National Museum. You got to register online. So... Uh, check us out on our Facebook for more information. The link. Yep. And like Marvin has mentioned before, you know we love hearing from our audience. We've had some really fun tests and quizzes and questions to answer. Yes. So if you have anything you'd like to ask, please send us emails. Send us emails about I don't know why I'm wrong about Christmas, which I'm not, <laughs> or why Thanksgiving is better than Christmas. Da, da, I would like da. those emails. You like any. Thing that's like associated with eating all the things that are delicious. If you have any delicious, which I don't recipes, object to. Yeah, <gasps> that'd be dope. Send it to us this week so we can read them next week in time for Thanksgiving. Yes, seriously, guys, I have to cook, so help help <laughs> a sister out. Come on. So if you have anything, any feedback, questions, comments, or just shoutouts, um, send them to us at podcast at collaboration.org. Also, if you subscribe to us on iTunes, give us a little um, rating on iTunes. Give us a little note, too. Well, if you give us a five-star rating, maybe I'll read them on the air. Oh, one last request. If you were at Collaboration Star this last weekend, please share those photos and videos. We are having so much fun looking through them, compiling them some way, somehow. Um, But use the hashtag, hashtag CollabStar2015, K-O-L-L-A-B-S-T-A-R-2015. And we will gather them and make something really cool. Also, hashtag is the pound sign for those of you over 30. <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. I can't believe it. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. Are we talking about hashtag blessed? No, 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 we're not. 
We're going to move on now. Thank you guys for listening to us and continue to support us. And we will catch you next one time. One last thing. Oh, because okay. it is the holiday season. Yes. It's gift buying season after Are next we doing Thursday. An Amazon link? No, I'm just saying、um, if you would like to buy your loved ones some awesome collaboration gear, check out our online store at gummymall.com slash collaboration. Yeah, and there should be a link to it from our website. Yep. Tis the season to be giving. Collab stuff. Collab. <laughs> and we're done with it now. All right, now back to the show. Thanks. Okay, and we're back. Welcome back to the podcast.、Um, It's the Collabcast. I'm Marvin Yue along with Christine Minji Chang and Peter Chung, our 2015 Collaboration Star winner. <sighs> so, yeah, that, this,、um, that first half was a very Collaboration Star heavy、um, segment, but that's just because it's fresh on our minds and we just wanted to talk and gush about our event because it was. We're very it, proud. Yeah. But.、Um, I guess、um, for our next segment, let's talk about what's next for collaboration. A break. <laughs> Thanksgiving break. Doesn't I get so jealous of students who actually get like what? They get a week off? How many days do they get off now? For Thanksgiving? Yeah. They get three days. Okay. That's one that we get. I'm excited.、Um, but probably not going to really have a break because we have a tendency to get really amped up after any great event, which this definitely was. And then we're going to start planning next year. So. That's how I'll be spending my Thanksgiving when I'm not slaving over a hot stove, which I'm really excited about. I love cooking Thanksgiving. Are you cook for your Thanksgiving? Hell yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that since I was、um, 15. What, what's what's the,、uh, the Korean Thanksgiving that you're, you're doing? It's honestly just an American Thanksgiving with kimchi. No,、oh, my, 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 no. No, no. Wow. My grandma does pindetak, though. She does the pancakes. Okay, you don't have to explain it to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just explaining to our audience so that they know. But she makes the Korean pancakes. So, like, there is Korean elements to our Thanksgiving, but it's mostly turkey, mashed potatoes, and salad, and all that stuff. Yeah, my family doesn't really make any Chinese stuff.、Um, we make a tub of potato salad that's kind of, that's kind of the Asian version with like the The apples and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that sounds really good right now.、Um, yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry. But、um, I mean, my, my mom fries up, like,、um, or sautes up、um, some broccoli. Nice. We get some corn with、hungry. butter. <laughs> and then we usually just get a big prime rib and a big turkey. Oh, man.、Uh, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and a Caesar salad. I don't know why we do Caesar salad because I hate Caesar salad. Why? But I think we, I used to really like it. Why、and、do you then, hate it? I just think it's too cheesy now or something. It's just, That's like my guilty pleasure salad. <laughs> I think、it's、I like、um, vinaigrette. As I've gotten more older and more mature, mature. I've, mature, I've, <laughs> I've,、um, I like the more sweeter、um, dressings. Like vinaigrettes. Like vinaigrettes. Yeah. Like honey mustards. Oh,、like、bomb. So, how are you guys? Like, are, is it an immediate family or just aunts and uncles, grandmas, grandparents? Yeah. For us, it's usually immediate. Well, it used to be. My parents are, you know, not here anymore. They're not like not here, not here. They're, in, they're overseas.、Um, so they're not home that Sending often. Sending you emojis. <laughs> yeah. They're so cute. His mom, like, speaks to him in emojis. Like, she messages him on his phone, <laughs> like, just in emojis. Yeah. Why did you respond? I can't. <laughs> My dad, too. It's, it's, it's spread. Um, but um, back when we were having regular kind of family Thanksgivings, it'd be immediate family and friends. And it'd be the one time of year where we would invite 
you know, family friends over and show off how good our cooking is. Nice. So how are you spending it this one, this Thanksgiving? I don't know. Uh-oh. I think Cut last year we went out and got some, like, you know that Vietnamese, like, family, like, catfish meal? Or, like, the nope. whole catfish and then you do, like, the rice wraps and you wrap it with, like, the uh-uh. pickles. No. We did that one year. The year before that, I think I went to my cousin's place in San Francisco. If anybody, what are you doing? You're going up? Yeah, going to the Bay as well. Family? Uh, Yeah. I just feel like in LA, there's so many people that have like followed their dreams, moved to LA. There's got to be so many of these friends' givings going on. You just got to go find one or or just go to the Bay. Like, there's tons of people in the Bay that you can go. Yeah, you can come to my Thanksgiving if you want. Come to mine too. (laughs) Yeah, I actually got a, well, one of my friends, he's he's coming to my Thanksgiving. I've never brought anyone to Thanksgiving before. It's my first one bringing someone else. So we'll see how that goes. Well, my cousins went to university. Um, they would come to my house for Thanksgiving because you only get like the, the couple of days off, so you can't exactly. really fly home. Because my cousins are all from um, overseas; they're from Thailand. Um, they all went to American school there. So, though, are you Canadian? ISD. I'm Canadian. Okay, because you said university. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sure you're Canadian. Good catch. Um, so they would come to, come to my house for Thanksgiving, and that would you know that's how we we kind of had our extended family there. And they would bring you no know, stuffings or other stuff too. Yeah, that's the best part. It's like the potluck, and then you just like kind of organize. Like this is we're doing the main stuff. Yeah, you bring all the pies. <sighs> I can't wait. Oh my god, I'm like really excited now. What's your favorite pie? At Thanksgiving, I want pumpkin pie. I just feel like it's not right if it's out there. But I love apple pie. I like with- a good pecan pie. <laughs> you guys just my- sound hungry. <laughs> I'm just hungry. My friend, by the way, Prachi, I love you. My best friend, she calls it pecan pecan pie. <laughs> So I can't call it pecan. pecan pie. I call it pecan. Even though it's like literally just all sugar. Yeah. yeah. But you know what's funny? So like my my family would do, my my house became, especially in the last like, after I left college and my brother, like we would be the place that the orphans, the orphaned Thanksgivingers would come over. Like my best friend would come over. Her parents are in China. Um, my brother's law school friends, whatever. Like people would just come over. And we also had relatives. The max that I ever cooked for once one year was 21 people. Whoa. So that was a giant bird. It was like a 30-pound bird. That's a big bird. Yeah, and we still had leftovers. Big bird. Huh? It was not big bird. It was <laughs> a ever, big bird. Have you ever had a smoked turkey? I have not. I have had a deep-fried turkey. That was delicious. Mm. I'm trying to like level up with my turkey making because there's some good stuff out do, there. What do you do right now? Do you brine? Yes, my mom does it. Mm. She's good at that. And then I'm the one that roasts. I do the whole butter and seasoning yeah, stuff. I've never had a deep fried turkey. I've had some, like, I was, so my cousins, the last time I went up to San Francisco for my cousin's place for Thanksgiving. All organic. Um, he just got a <laughs> smoker. So he was smoking all sorts of pork oh. or whatever in there. So it was the first so time we ever good. smoked a turkey. And then we That's a common overestimated the, the amount of time it would take to cook the turkey. So when it came out, like, the outer layer was pretty good, but then the insides just all got all crumbly. Oh, no. So. <laughs> See, this is why cooking is a fine art and a science. Well, you can't be experimenting on the, the biggest food, <laughs> food holiday that there is. You got to do We're like... give this a shot. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how this goes. So to me, what is one of the exciting things is when you go back home, you see all your friends you haven't seen in a long time, and then Black Friday. What are you guys going to do for that? Sleep. I've never done Black Friday. Never? I've never. never. Wow. Yeah. I thought I Asians love to thrift. No. My friends do. I'll do it online. My friends have the game plan on like, they, okay. like how to get all the doorbusters. And like I used to work in retail, like retail distribution. Mm-hmm. So I understand the, you know, the no black deals wow. and stuff. I but I've never no I just never had a, that mayhem. I just did I never wanted to 
camp outside of a store. There you go. It gets cold in the bay. I was like, I'm not dealing with that mess. And everyone's like, and we like, got to try it once. And I was like, to get trampled, though, people get killed. <laughs> it's so well, exciting that they're being a store like 2 a.m. Yeah, like, there's, like, there there like, like, there's nothing but there I want to get. You're getting like, something that honestly you could get on like eBay. Like a good day. So, and get a cash back. Going back to my whole like Christmas encroaching on Thanksgiving thing. but You got so upset. The there are <laughs> Black Friday deals that start on Thursday now. Yeah. That's been for a while, hasn't it? That is not okay. <laughs> he gets so upset about Christmas. That is not okay. Like, people are skipping Thanksgiving to shop. To go shop. Granted, I understand most families have their Thanksgiving dinner at like 2 p.m. Yeah, and then pass out. But. And then go shopping. You're like depriving Thanksgiving from the workers, too, by making them. <laughs> By subjecting them to the Black Friday crowds on Thursday. What can we do to like calm your your rage? Calm Christmas down, yo. Okay. Tell it, That's tell not going to happen. Calm down. It will never, ever Wait happen. Your turn. It's only like a couple days left. It's too many companies make too much money off of that, so it ain't going <laughs> to happen, homie. I'm just saying, like, I was walking in the Grove with um, our, with our collaboration, Seattle DC People, um, and then I saw that Sprinkles had Happy Thanksgiving, Give Thanks on there. I'm like, yep. Sprinkles, doing it right. I went and bought some cupcakes to support that. <laughs> I support Thanksgiving. Just, just because they're supporting Thanksgiving, not yeah, Christmas, really. Yeah, because there's a giant Christmas love... tree in the middle of the grove right now. Not like, because it's dude. delicious cupcakes. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got the lemon ones. It's pretty good. Nice. I, I, I think cupcakes. I'm over Red Velvet. And red Velvet has had its day. I think not just Red Velvet. I'm over cream cheese frosting. I'll never be over cream I just think it's too cream cheesy. Frosting. No, that is not true. You have it on carrot cake. That is good any That's day the best of the year. Cake. Right? That's Thank the you. Best cake. Carrot cake is the best cake. It's the best cake. She almost yes. bought carrot cake tonight. Today. today at the, oh. Uh, oh, and the lunch spot. <laughs> carrot cake is so delicious. So good. Let's go get one. Carrot cake's pretty good. Do any of you guys do like any like... Have you heard of zucchini cake? Oh, you got to put I zucchini have... to make it moist in all cases. Yeah, yeah, it was so a, good. That's a trick. That was so good. See, I'm all about integrating vegetables. Fiber guys, yeah. vitamins. But going back to pies. Well, first, first <laughs> your, your, your thing? thing. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, do you guys do any like family activities or like like for instance, I play football on Thanksgiving. Oh, we just eat. <laughs> we watch movies. We just eat. We karaoke too. We eat. We eat movies. We watch. We eat. Watch movies. Karaoke. Um, and Marvin, what is your family? What do you guys do? We eat. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> We do anything else? Sometimes we play Yunori. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a that's, New Year's game. That's a New Year. That's a Christmas New Year's but game. But yeah, it's still sure. like my family loves to talk shit to each other uh, and gamble. Do you know what that is? Yunori. It's the four sticks where you like. No. No. Okay. <laughs> for Chinese, for Lunar New Year, our family does the dice game, like a, a dice game to like. Craps? We all gamble. The thing with, the, the thing with Lunar New Year is, you know, like, like Chinese, you get your red envelopes, has money in there, right? And then you immediately and gamble, gamble it. against your family. All right. <laughs> Seriously, you gamble? Down. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, that's what my family did. <laughs> we did that. No, my my. So it's funny because my dad's uncles are like only a couple years older than him because my grandma's the oldest of six. So his uncles are like his cousins. So they always come over and it's like a big family gathering. And so they just start like talking smack to each other. <laughs> All right, who's gonna win? Whose family's gonna win oh. it this year? And they do. Whatever. You know, you know what's really what? great right now is that you're talking about Christmas and it hasn't come up yet. And then Marvin, <laughs> oh, we're gonna God, there. You're part See of the it. nice red microphone cover. All right, since we're already <laughs> ripped that bandaid open, just, so. we're gonna lean into it. Because um, I'm probably not gonna be here because I'm going on vacation Ooh, in two weeks to Asia, to Taiwan and, and China. Okay. And while I'm, while I'm in China, I could probably Skype in and be on the podcast. Yeah, well, you will. The two weeks I'm in China, I'll be out of pocket. 
Actually, I could still Skype in, although we probably spied on. Yeah, but, by the Chinese government. Um, which is a great government, by the way. Just in case, <laughs> just in case you're listening right now. a wonderful government. Hey, they I lifted have, the one-child ban. Yeah. <laughs> they, they I did. had a... We could talk about... Well, okay. I have a friend whose family is just like... They are addicted to gambling. Like, they bet on sports. They bet on, like... All sorts of stuff. I bet you I'm a better gambler than um, you are. <laughs> so we were at their place for their annual Secret Santa slash White Elephant. It's White Elephant. And then basically um, the rules that their, their house rules are in order to steal a present, you have to play the person you want to steal uh, more, higher or low. <laughs> and then as they play yeah. higher or low to see if they can steal that present, people are betting Oh my god! The outcome of the higher low. That is level one <laughs> levels of gambling right there. Oh my that, god! That's Inception. Yeah, that is. We started doing White Elephant too, and it's hilarious watching a bunch of like old Korean people play White Elephant. Oh yeah, and if it's you guys have some good White Elephant stories, just send us some emails. I love those stories. Yeah, yeah. send some emails. Please yeah. do. Oh my, oh my god! Podcast at collaboration dot org. Um, White Elephant's fun, but there's, there's always that one it that, that one not, that one jerk that brings like like the troll present. Right. Yeah. Well, my family is just random because again, it's like old Korean people. You mm-hmm. say like you have twenty dollars and whatever. So I have my. Oh my god! I just remembered it right now. Thank you guys for bringing this back into my life. Um, the first white elephant my family ever did. Yeah. We had um, like massage things. We had like slippers. We had like kitchenware, whatever. My grandma, who's like the matriarch of our family, and apparently I'm just like her, but she brought um, the one gift that actually got stolen twice, and my dad ended up winning it. It was a blanket, okay? But the blanket was like this really warm blanket that she was like bragging about and saying like, oh, it's the best blanket ever. It was a Playboy blanket. It was a giant black and purple Playboy bunny blanket. And like... Black and purple? What? Yeah. That's crazy. So we still have it. So my dad stole it. Like someone stole it. Someone got it. Someone stole it. My dad was a final winner. And then we were all like every time it popped this like held up again and we were dying. And then at the end of it, I went up to my grandma and I was like, do you know what that is? And she's like, she's like, yeah, it's a rabbit. And I was like, no, grandma, do you know what like Playboy is? And I was laughing. So I couldn't keep my words straight. And she's like, oh, Playboy, it's like a popular boy or something like that. Marvin, you have a good uh, white elephant story? Not really. I'm just going to say like the best thing about white elephant is it. In like, if you deconstruct it down to like what it actually is, it's like, it's basically a cost saving measure for Christmas presents. It is, but it's fun. Instead of buying gifts for everybody, just bring one gift. Yeah, I you still gotta get good. everyone that you find important that gift. Though you can't be doing at least the a card. <laughs> Things are expensive. Okay? Oh, so I'm expecting a card for you then, huh, Christine? That's Maybe. <laughs> so whenever I think of White Elephant, I think about the Office episode. Do um, you know that episode? Office I don't. Episode? Where like um. Um, Michael Scott brings the iPad or iPod, and everyone else exactly, brings, like, yeah, crap. yeah, yeah. Everyone brings crap. Everyone just brings like you know, like thoughtful or like like they stick to the twenty dollar limit. Right? Oh, and he brings an iPod because he's yeah. trying to be like the big giver. I think it's all salty because he gets like someone's like <laughs> homemade, like how like handmade like quilt or something. Oh my god! But what is that's just ingenious product placement right there. Like, seriously, yes, it is. That was that is yeah. so ingenious. That's very shows are very good at that. Especially, I would love to have Steve Carell sell my product. <laughs> is there the something? But is there something else besides White Elephant? I feel there's some different kind of gift giving game. It's White Elephant, and there's uh, well, there's Secret Santa, right? Secret but that's Santa. That's just giving gifts. And then there's another, there's another way of saying White Elephant that I'm not. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, we're gonna Google it. We're gonna fa- we're gonna stall while we do fact checks. 
She's typing really slow. It's oh. yeah. It's, she's, she's wearing this really big hat, and she's cut her hair and got these weird bangs that cover her eyes. So she's it's trying so a new hard. thing. Class <laughs> really took a toll on her. I, I had a mental breakdown. Hold on, white elephant. Hurry up! Shut up! So you're you're gonna be in Taiwan and China for Christmas? About um, yeah. I'm gonna leave probably early December and come back early January. How does how does that work? Like mean, where are you living right now? How does that work? Like oh, you just go rent free like. I mean, my grandparents are still there. Oh, okay. My parents are in, are in China, so I have places to stay. Also, my cousins recently moved to China to Shanghai too mm-hmm. for, for work. So I'm just gonna crash and go explore. Yankees. Wait, so are you then? Do you consider yourself to be a Canadian Chinese or of American Canadian? I'm Canadian. I, am, Canadian. I, am Canadian. I don't think it, I don't think it's valid. I am of Canadian nationality. I am of Chinese descent, and I am of American culturally. <laughs> An explanation. A lot of thought into that. Okay, I got Dirty Santa. Never heard of that. Thieving that. Secret Santa. Yankee Swap. No. Never heard of Yankee Swap before. Heard that Grinch before. Exchange. No. There's something else. There's something else. As Asians something call it, something, yeah. something different. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, enough talk about Christmas. Yeah, the worst thing ever. Thanksgiving. No, it's the just worst. timing. Come on, guys. Um. Excited about. Um, oh, I just just finished watching. So I've seen all three Thanksgiving episodes. Of the Asian American shows on right now. Okay. So the first out the boat one was um yes last night it was hilarious. Um I saw the, Ken, the Dr. Ken one a couple weeks ago at the San Diego Asian Film Festival, and then I watched the one from Crazy Ex Girlfriend as well. Where nice. Is there going to be spoiler alerts right now? No. Okay. I'm just saying it's pretty cool. Like it's so I was watching Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and if you guys haven't heard seen that before, it's a show on the CW um, based on Rachel Bloom's um, comedy. Now she's like a YouTuber that does a lot of songs, like parody songs. And um, uh, basically, in this episode, she's going to her crush's house for Thanksgiving. His crush's family is Filipino. And this um, whole show takes place in West Covina, which is just right next to where I live. And it's, it's just kind of funny how, you know, a lot of people, the, the, the setting is just a setting. Like, it's all about the characters. But then they really put, you can really see they put some thought behind, like, the setting. Because, you know, the characters hang out at a boba store. Nice. They um they go to, they go to like they go to a Chinese supermarket to like buy groceries. Ranch ninety nine, yeah. Nice. And, then, and this whole like they should sponsor us. A bit, I think it was a Ranch ninety nine, um, because I think I recognized it. And then um, basically, p- part of a one whole part one whole scene was dedicated to how to make like a Filipino like dish, traditional dish. Which dish? Pancit. Nice. Is that the noodles? No, not pancit. Um, it was um adobo. Dingun. Lumpia. Dingun. Ding, oh. ding, I don't Starts know. Starts with a D. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no. It's, uh, and then um, this episode, Amy Hill playing um, the Filipino mom. And then one of the biggest things about the show is that it's also a musical. Like they do musical numbers like in um, like Fly the Concords or mm-hmm. um, Garfunkel and Oates. And um, the big song for this episode was called I Do Good Parent. It's all about how like she's really good at sucking up at parents and like. I do good parent. Yeah, it's to some to the some to the um, some to the style of Nicki Minaj. So it's like a rap like song. Oh thing. my god! I must <laughs> watch these. Well, see, the Marvin always talks about all the shows he watch, and I just listen because I don't watch anything. <laughs> just bad. That's what I should do this Thanksgiving. That was the whole plan. See, this why I'm proud. I watched Master of None. Yeah. Progress. Three episodes. Welcome. Two and a half. <laughs> it's all right. You gotta save it. Just only ten episodes. Just 30 minutes each, so. Last year, Thanksgiving was when I, like, the death flu, and I, that's when I got Parks and Rec all Finally. in my system, <laughs> all at once. But yeah, um, 
the thing about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is getting really great critical reviews, but it's not doing so well on, on the ratings. So what what network? CW. Okay. But they're they're known to keep critical shows around um, for like award season stuff like that. Um, so it has a better chance than most, but it's kind of it's it's not doing so well. A lot of people are turned off by the the title, ah. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. But um, like bad memories, man. <laughs> and then just the subject matter that the show is actually like for being a musical show, it's very has very dark themes. Like a lot of mental illness, a lot of just like, like dark humor. People love that, right? Yeah, <laughs> people love a lot of darker things than that. I don't know. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones is all about like killing and raping, isn't it? No, killing and. Sex. You think they're just raping and everything? They <laughs> are. They're okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I've heard a lot about. Okay, I haven't watched it. I, I will watch it. I will watch an episode of Game of Thrones or maybe two this winter break, and I'll come back with commentary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to love it. I'm just saying. I've heard there's a lot of, like, people put that in their Facebook statuses. You've never seen that? I've seen a bunch. Maybe it's just, like, my circle of friends. I know there's lots of sex and nakedness. I, don't, I, I mean, it's like the Middle Ages. I'm sure there's, like, rapey parts, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yes. To be historically accurate, yes. Um, I take that down that dark path. But it's true. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Calling it out. Don't put rape in your shows. Yeah. Let's do... I'm just saying, and we've talked about this in my casting calls, like, how many prostitutes do we need on, on like, short films? Like, my casting calls, I'm this non-union actor, and just the every day, someone needs a prostitute. I was like, really? Are there that many, like, for my age range? Like, that's main thing that I should be keeping my eye out for is a prostitute <laughs> role. I don't... It's, like, ridiculous. I want to do a social experiment on that. What kind of social experiment? I want to log um, all my casting calls, like literally categorize them. Create a Tumblr. Not Tumblr, just like make a spreadsheet. I'm going to get geeky here, but like do an analysis on like what kind of roles I have as my options as a non-union actor. That's what like Rose McGowan's thing was all about when she went on her rant. And it's true. Data is beautiful. It is. Yeah. I'm a big fan of data. Data, data. What was the thing... Um, you're talking about, oh, data made me think of your sponsorship stuff. What? It made me think of what you're talking about, like, how to keep the momentum going. Yeah. Data, to me, just, I think, was sponsors. Uh-huh. We don't have to keep Nielsen, this. You can you. edit that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Nielsen. Anyway. Data is a big deal. I mean, it's, um, it's helps. It's driving a lot of decisions. It's always, it's always has. And, you know, better data means, I mean, it, it technically should mean more accurate decisions, but, you know. A lot of times people are trying to apply data to qualitative things. Yeah. And, you know, we're still trying to figure... People are still trying to figure that out. Yes. But I was talking about that earlier today with a friend, another fellow event planner. But how do you take something qualitative and make it quantifiable? Like, you, it's really hard to say, hey, because we got this many things, that means blah. Or well, it's the whole causation, right? It's like um, correlation does not imply causation. Just because yep. two things move in the same direction doesn't mean one made the other move up. Oh, right. Science world. <laughs> this guy's too heavy for me. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> We're talking about how to keep the Asian American momentum going. Because the, the fact of the matter is, you know, people seeing, where do they see value? Like, where do they see, like, oh, this is worth investing in or putting a dollar down for? Mm-hmm. I think that's a struggle. I'm just like still thinking about the show. But yeah, yeah, and I just had this conversation like right before we started this recording. Uh, I'm thinking about that. I just uh, I remember 
like this past weekend, Spike Lee just got uh, an award from the Oscar from the Oscars. Um, you know, just celebrating him and his films. And um, I, I believe Denzel Washington is like this man is responsible for getting like almost all the all great roles for African Americans. I was like, that is something like that we need. That's like something that is like so awesome for Spike Lee to do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something like like wow. So when I, um, what's amazing with collaboration after that happens, like a few people came up to me and were like, hey. You know, like, like, let's do some of this collaboration. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's follow through. Let's follow through. And I want to know who came up to you. Yesterday. Okay. So, so yesterday, like, um, this, uh, this person named Alyssa, I always have horrible, Alyssa, Alisa, <laughs> which one is it? I'm like, she, she like, you want me to say, Hey, like I do design, like, let's, I want to work with you. Like, I was like, Whoa, okay, let's do it. And then we talked for like three hours yesterday and then like, okay. we've been bouncing back ideas, like back and forth. And I was like, Whoa, like, this is great. Like. You know, people coming to LA, following like she also moved to LA to follow her dreams, and like I was like, wow, this is who we need to be around. And and um, another person was like, hey, let's make YouTube videos. Like I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's just see what happens. And it takes a lot of of um, balls, I guess, to, to to just come up to someone and just offer like what you have and like put your heart on your sleeve and just you know just do that. And I think that's that's something that we got to do as well. Is like we need to. Um, ask each other and we need to collaborate we need to start planning now for for more success we have to take this success of collaboration star and push it on to the next one or have something in between this collaboration star and the other one just mm-hmm. to see what happens you know because i think this was such a great event that everyone loved it i loved it everyone loved it it's like the sponsors had to love it. like it's it's something that i think we should push huge for sure yeah no and we're already that's that's the funny thing so we were already having this discussion before the show but we had to kind of put some things on hold to focus on the show to make mm-hmm. sure that it went well but like we're already planning our next year and like how can we build on what we've established and that's hard because again it's I don't like to look at focus on limitations but you have to be aware of what they are right, right. like you have limited time bandwidth like manpower um, so one thing that I, I think is really great is if you guys have any ideas um, on what we can do or any ideas like we'd love to hear them i'd love to hear them on how we can make collaboration better so yeah well there's a lot of things that we're we're thinking of first of all first and foremost is just becoming more active in our digital content creation so um you've helped us out like with our uh, with our equipment test for our upcoming um music series and you know we'd love to have you back for like a full session love to so you know like things like that we're giving more opportunities for because at our core, collaboration has always been a provider of platforms. Like we're, we've been a talent discovery um, organization as well as a platform showcasing and making this work. You know, we find we're one of the few organizations actively searching for new up and coming talent in a lot of smaller, let's say, cities that you know may not have as much of a presence or much of a as much of a entertainment industry. Right? Like, not everywhere can be L.A. or New York. You know, yeah, but we have a lot of great. Um, artists coming up from Houston, Dallas, from D.C., from Boston. All over. Yeah. And then we find them where they find us, and we provide a platform for them to share their talents with more people. And like you said, like it kind of sometimes becomes a beacon. Like People see that, oh, you have this great talent. Let's find ways to work together. As a platform, you know, we've always been live, but you know, we've, like I said, we've been delving into creating more of a digital platform as well, creating videos and content that we can share yeah. through YouTube Exciting and all that stuff, times. you know, so um, we're expanding our opportunity, our, our platform opportunities, I guess I'm sounding like a tech guy, but I'm no, like, it's fine. Um, we're, we're expanding our opportunities to provide that platform to more people. And, you know, um, 
part of that is just getting our like we've we've done a really good job of just doing stuff like you know taking what gear we have doesn't have to be like the most sophisticated stuff but creating content and things that you know seem real i guess authentic like have legit yeah what word are you looking for (laughs) but um just um Sorry. I think if you, if you, again, kind of like initiate that, if you're like proactive and then reach out, if you're in a chapter, if you're in a city out there near a collaboration chapter and you want to like help put on an event, I would love it if more artists got involved with the collaboration chapters as actual volunteers. Or even if you, you know, your city doesn't have a yeah. collaboration and you're like in the boonies somewhere and you want to get it started, go ahead. It doesn't just have to be, you know, a collaboration event. You could start your own stuff. I encourage you to start your own thing. And yeah. then if it gets big enough or whatever, we'll support you. And give us Regardless, a we'll support you. We yeah, like we, we don't just do collaboration events. We do like we do open mics. It doesn't have to be the big event like Star yeah. or a collaboration shit. It could be an open mic. Yeah, that's you how know? I met you. Yeah. Was at our collaboration San Francisco open mic, which was really cool. And that's, again, just opportunity for people to get together, meet one another, talk to each other. Like, oh, I loved your set. Like, how did you get started as an artist? Like, da, 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 da. so if you have anything that's like within the Asian community and obviously we love shouting out, you know, just email us. We'll give you a shout out. We're more than happy. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then there's lots of other ways. Like we've talked about, like the platform that's going here, um, send your questions to the podcast. If you want to like, if you want to steer the conversation, we're waiting for that. You know, like people were eager to hear feedback, um, blogging, uh, video content, there's lots of stuff to do. I'm like overwhelmed now. <laughs> Next year, but it's she exciting. likes being overwhelmed. Send her more things. She's yeah. not overwhelmed enough. We'll deal with it. We'll figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's lots of ways to get involved, and you know, we're hard at work here at the collaboration headquarters, just our office, like our one office, um, to really expand our offerings and become more. Like I said, um, like the platform, we're building a platform to showcase Asian American, showcase and highlight Asian American talents and the cool stuff that we're doing all around the nation. And you no, know, we're in a unique position to be in, you know, a lot of cities where there might not be eyes on. You know, a lot of what's out there in entertainment is very LA, very Hollywood, or very New York focused. And you know, I think I like to think that we're providing a much more broader perspective on Asian America as it is in all of our communities, not just you know, the, the ones that are the loudest. And I think um, for me personally, as you know, um, one of the producers of this content, that's what I want to do. I want to go out and find those stories. And yeah, and share them with everyone. But Hidden gems. Yeah. You know, we're, 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 collaboration's growing. We hope you'll stay with us. This podcast is just one step of many. And, you know. Yeah, and like I'm thinking back on the days like when I first met you at the Collaboration San Francisco Open Mic. How did you hear about that? I don't think I ever found that out from you. Uh, you I were, don't remember. Were you just like scout? Were you in that mode of like just looking for open mic nights and you just yeah, pretty scout? much. I used to be crazy open mic guy. I used to live in open mics. I go <laughs> like I used to know every single open mic from Morgan Hill to San Francisco. I knew every single one of them, so I just Good go up you. and down. Yeah, you no, know, it's ironic. The other person who talked about that very much so to me was Alex from Run River North. He would say like, you know, if you don't know every opportunity that there is in your community to go perform, then you're not like you need to work harder. Cause he's like, that's what you should be doing. Like if you think, Oh, I did a few shows. Like, why am I not getting X, Y, Z? It's kind of like that attitude switch of being at the hustle. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think, and was that like, 
I mean, for you, I'm, it's directly from somebody who's obviously come to this point of like winning collaboration star. Do all those open mics like really? How helpful are, are they? Really valuable? Like, well, as I said, I used to. Yeah, it's it's valuable um, to be active in your musical community, mm-hmm. um, but it varies from city to city. And uh, in LA here, it's just I think it's a whole other beast. It's just really sad. There's really no community there. It's like it's like people just play and they leave and they go to somewhere else. When wow. I was in San Francisco. Like I would know like everyone there. It'd be it'd be like a family type of thing, and wow. we'd like share and go in different shows. But with LA, it's just like it's so many people, so many horrible opportunities where people get tricked. Like they have to pay to play type of thing. It just I don't know. I, I just yeah. I'm gonna tell you a very sad story. But um, when I first <laughs> came to LA, I moved to LA. Um, I had my first ever showcase, and I invited like everyone who I knew in LA via Facebook. Zero people came. So I was like, I was the guy like running the show. He's like, so is someone coming? I was like, I think one person's coming. He said, okay, we'll wait. So I was supposed to play at, at 8 o'clock. He waited to 8.30 and said, you, you know, you can still play if you want. So I just played. And I was like, okay, I didn't, maybe I didn't promote enough. So I'll just have another show and I'll promote harder. I'll just give myself more time. And then two of my friends showed up. <laughs> and then, but at least one person brought like um, my, one one of my friend that came. They brought one person, and the other person brought four people. So it felt better. But I self still felt so depressed and sad. So uh, it's just something like with LA. I think it's such a crazy thing, and that's why I have to give big ups to you. Is that there's always so many other things coming up in LA that is hard to compete, and the way that you guys handle it and created such an excellent show and got people out there, it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's and. That's maybe our thing that we can be that I I think that sets us apart is like people who truly really do support, and it's hard, but people make it a priority. And I will be playing at KYCC's benefit on the nineteenth. Thanks toy drive. to collaboration, the toy drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like a huge community event. KYCC is basically the YMCA or whatever, Koreatown. Yeah. yeah, which is huge in LA. Um, no, it's really kind of you to take the time to go do that, like. People don't, like, they, here's the thing, and I think this is good, this is where, like, you can look at it in a positive light, like, competition is going to bring out, it's going to kind of, like, weed out the people who want to take it really seriously, and who don't, or people who can kind of, you know, everyone kind of intuitively knows that, they don't know what specifically, but I'm Peter just kind of shed light on a few things, like, you will go to things that all your friends used to come out to and it was really well attended and suddenly you're kind of just on your own and you're in the sea of other people who are also trying to exactly what you're doing and that can be really hard not just like it's the emotional part of like being able to just keep doing it even if you don't get the same response every single time that you like believe in yourself and that other people believe in you but they not physically be there to support you yeah um i think it says a lot about character yeah and you know we we know this about Peter because he's he's already taken the leap into like just doing this. Oh yeah, for this for years, living, right? So, he's like, you know. mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's oh, all you like, can't see my face. <laughs> yeah, but I think I love I love it, and you've always kind of like not been really part of the Asian community. You've just been kind of part of the musical community, and it's funny. It's fun for me to see that you're in LA and that like people are like, let's do a YouTube video. Like this is something so new and different for Peter Chung, at least as far as I know him. Um, I think that's exciting. It's like new frontiers, but that's, I think that's really cool. But yeah, Um, I think that's about it for our podcast, but uh, thanks again for Peter for stopping by. Um, This is our first time we've ever, we've ever recorded in this office and I think it's no it's except for all the distractions it worked out <laughs> right. pretty well 
Um, where can people find your stuff, Peter? They can find it on Spotify, iTunes, Audio, which no longer exists. <laughs> Beast music that's going to be done soon. So pretty much this is Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and uh, Peter Chunk Music to come. Peter Chunk Music. <laughs> I believe Lisa yeah. Lee wants you to get on Pandora. Yeah. Just, oh yes, I I just don't know how to, how to do that. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. Just search Peter Chung Music. You should be able to find, you should be able to find this stuff. Um, and that does it for us. Um, if you have, like we said before, if you have any questions, you want to ask ask us anything. If you have white elephant stories, shoot us an email at podcast at collaboration.org. Um, we'd love to read it you know we'll read it on the air or if it's private we'll just you know we'll acknowledge it and um, um, can i do one final shout out thank you again to the sponsors who make collaboration start possible and if anybody was out there keep and if you weren't there keep an eye out because the videos will be coming but um please support the artists there's so much movement happening right now with some kickstarters indiegogo campaigns and people are out there they got to make their living off of this so if you have the heart to give especially now that we're being thankful before we go into gift buying um Please, please uh, contribute and donate. Keep their their magic alive. Yeah. And yeah, for Minji, Marvin, and Peter, thanks a lot for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Enjoy your burrito. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> You are I think about you are